Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. We are in the last portion of Revelation chapter 11, and today we're going to be looking at the seventh trumpet and the second psalm starting with verse 15 of Revelation 11. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to thee, Lord God Almighty, who art and who was, and thou hast taken thy great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but thy wrath came. And the time for the dead to be judged, for rewarding thy servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear thy name, both small and great. A lot of questions arise when you start talking about the book of Revelation. For instance, one of the most popular questions is, who is the Antichrist? And that's a legitimate question, and we're going to be looking into that in future chapters in the book of Revelation. But remember, the primary question to ask when you study the book of Revelation, it's the same question uh, that should be asked of students in Catholic grade schools, high schools, seminaries, colleges, and it's the question, what is the goal of all human history? And we asked that question last time. And right along with that, what is the book of Revelation about? And I say four primary things, and I'll try to hit all four. I might miss the last one, but we'll see as time allows. But the four things that the book of Revelation is about, that first thing answers the question, what is the goal of all human history? And it's from Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5. Jesus Christ, the ruler of the kings of the earth. You know, a lot of people think, what is the essence of the gospel? It's my soul goes to heaven for all eternity because Jesus loves me. Actually, that's not the gospel because, for instance, um, all eternity, it's not just your soul. It's all of you with a new body on a new earth. But that is just individualizing something. The focus of the gospel isn't on me. It's on Jesus Christ. And the gospel was a very common word in the Roman Empire when the book of Revelation was written, the New Testament was written. It was a royal announcement, and the royal announcement is the message of the seventh angel. Blowing his trumpet with a loud voice, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. That's the goal of human history. That is the primary message of the book of Revelation, and upon this primary message, the other three things we'll mention in the course of this short broadcast fall under. Okay, now, if Jesus Christ is the ruler of the kings of the earth, that's the first message of the book of Revelation. The second message is this. The nations of the world really, really don't like the idea of Christ's kingship. It says the nations raged. They, they, they were just 
livid with the idea that somebody had ultimate authority over them. And this phrase, the nations raged, but thy wrath came, in Revelation chapter 11 and verse 18, if you have study Bibles, it will reference Psalm 2. That's why the title of this episode today is the seventh trumpet and the second psalm. Psalm 2 is one of the more important chapters in the entire Bible. It's referenced several times in the book of Revelation. It's also referenced in the book of Acts in the early church. Psalm 2 is a royal psalm. It's a kingship psalm. And it starts off with, why do the nations conspire or rage? Why do the peoples plot in vain? Psalm 2, verse 2, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed, saying, let us burst their bonds asunder, let us cast their cords from us. They don't want to come under the kingship, the lordship of God. And it says the Lord and his anointed, that word anointed, is also the Hebrew word for Messiah, and in English that word is Christ. In other words, the nations are raging, wanting to burst the cords of Christ's kingship over them. And this is talking about kings. This is talking about civil government. Again, as I mentioned last time, Everybody wants to squeeze Christianity either into your individual prayer closet or your parish's sanctuary, but Christ's kingship is over all the earth, and it covers both church and state. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. He's king of kings. He's not kings, king just of sanctuaries, not king just of individual hearts. He's king of kings. Lord of lords. His dominion is everlasting. And what is God's reaction to this universal rebellion against the kingship of Christ? Well, it says in Psalm 2 and verse 4, he who sits in heaven laughs. <laughs> this is the most vain attempt that human beings will ever do, is to try to throw off the kingship of Christ. And the whole book of Revelation, and particularly as we go through future chapters in the book of Revelation, this is exactly what's going on. They don't like the idea of Christ's kingship. They have these nice plans to throw it off from the nations of the world, but it says, he who sits in heaven. What does that mean? Well, the one who sits in heaven, as we've already seen in the book of Revelation, sits on a throne like Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 20 and 21 says, when he accomplished in Christ by raising him from the dead and made him sit at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. Folks, these are highly political terms. These are terms of rulership, kingship, presidencies, premierships. And it says Jesus is over all of this. And when the world governments and the entire, practically entire modern world has thrown off this yoke of Christ's kingship, and they think they're there's some powers that be that want to establish a new world order or a 
Neo-Babylonian Empire and bring all the world together under the dominion of a leader. And this is what we're going to be getting into in the future in the book of Revelation. And God's reaction to all this, he laughs. He laughs. The Lord has them in derision. He'll speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. And then we have verse 8. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. Ask of me, ask of me, hmm, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, the king is seated. He is established as king of kings and lord of lords. He rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he is the designated king over all governments on the earth. Now, when the nations rage, when the nations rebel, when the nations conspire to come up with some new world order government apart from Christ, it says in verse 9 of Psalm 2, listen carefully if you want to know the future of any nation, including the United States of America, that doesn't explicitly recognize Jesus Christ as king. It says in verse 9, you shall break them with a rod of iron You shall dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel, a rod of iron. You know, you turn the page from where we are in Revelation. We're in Revelation chapter 11. You turn to chapter 12, and it says, She, Mary, brought forth a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. That comes from Psalm 2. Revelation 19, verse 15, after the great conflict between the nations of the world and the kingship of Christ, we read this, from his mouth, that's Jesus, issues a sharp sword with which to smite the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. Civil governments have an explicit obligation to acknowledge Jesus Christ as king of their country or face extinction and, in the future, eternal judgment from God. Now, you might say, uh, well, we have a lot of Christians in this country, and that's true. But, you know, in Psalm 4, the authorities came and told the apostles to shut up. Don't preach the gospel. Don't mention Jesus. And do you know what their reaction was? They quoted Psalm 2. And in the United States of America today, just like in communist China, just like in North Korea, our Supreme Court has said, shut up. Don't mention Jesus in our schools. It's against the law to recognize anything regarding Jesus, let alone his kingship. You probably didn't get this in school when you studied American history, but after the Civil War, a bunch of Christian leaders saw that there was something that terrible had happened to our country and that something essential was missing, 
And so they proposed a, um, an amendment to fix our Constitution so that the United States would explicitly recognize the kingship of Jesus. And to do this, they proposed a modified preamble to the Constitution of the United States that read as follows. We, the people of the United States, humbly acknowledging Almighty God as the source of all authority and power in civil government, and the Lord Jesus Christ as the ruler among the nations, has revealed his will as the supreme law of the land in order to constitute a Christian government and in order to form a more perfect union. They sent a letter with their proposal to President Abraham Lincoln, and he endorsed the proposal, and he said, the general aspect of your movement I cordially approve, but unfortunately, this amendment has never passed. Millions of people are slaughtered according to the law of the land. Marriage is defaced with the law of the land authorizing same-sex marriages. You see, the nations of the world have to recognize Christ as king. Christ is king, number one. The nations don't like it, number two. The nations will experiencing a humiliating defeat if they don't recognize that kingdom of Christ. And then four, that reaction to the kingship of Christ is to worship him as king of kings and lord of lords. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him lord of all. I'm Steve Wood, your host of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.